Today is Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020, and this is the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance podcast. I am Kayla Schneider, Development Officer here at Loris College, and with me today is Trent Hanselman, 2018 graduate and our Assistant Director of Marketing for Digital Media, and special guest Bree Burnett, 2015 graduate at Loris College and our Assistant Director of Alumni Relations. Leadership Alliance's mission is to engage women on the Loris College campus and alumni communities, connecting them or reconnecting them with the college with the overall goal of supporting young women who are attending Loris or who wish to attend Loris. If you wish to uh, support the Women's Leadership Alliance scholarship, you can do so at alumni.loris.edu forward slash giving and make sure to put the Women's Leadership Alliance in the designation box. Bree, Trent, thank you for being here today, and Bree, thank you for taking some time out of your day so that we can highlight you and your uh, story, your Laura story on the Women's Leadership Alliance podcast. Thanks for having me, Kayla. You're welcome. Some of you might know Bree as Bree Pamelia. She recently uh, got married uh, in July, correct? July 6th. And I'm still getting used to saying saying Bree Burnett as well. So, Me too, Kayla. It's okay. <laughs> Um, so I work pretty closely with Bree in the advancement office. She's on the alumni side and I'm in the development side. And do you have anything, any events coming up? Um, we have, um, actually a lot of events coming up. So we have, um, three winter winter socials that will be happening in February. Um, we have one in Dubuque on February 7th, one in Waterloo on February 16th, and then another in Cedar Rapids on February 23rd. We'll also be in Washington, D.C. coming up here in a couple weeks, as well as Florida and Arizona. So we are all over the map this time of year. Goodness. So if you are living in any of those areas and available on any of those nights, please be sure to visit the alumni website and check out all the events and register because I know that we would love to have you and uh, share the Loris updates. So, uh, Bree, you were a 2015 graduate and... Kind of talk about, uh, so you were a transfer student too. Correct. Can you talk about um, just your experience uh, as a transfer student? Because I know that we have a lot of folks here. Um, we have a, a large number of folks that transfer in uh, from various uh, institutions, whether it be a, a community college and whatnot. Can you kind of talk about uh, what made you decide to transfer to Loris? Absolutely. So um, I transferred to Loris in the fall of um uh, 2012, I had originally gone to Rock Valley College in Rockford, Illinois, um, which is a community college there, and I received my associate's degree. Um, coming out of high school, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to study, where I wanted to go, and because it was um, basically in my backyard, it seemed like the most feasible option for me. Um, while I was there, I was very adamant that I was going to transfer somewhere else once I was done with my degree. And um, funny enough, Loris kept popping up um, as a school that I really wanted to look at. 
Um, one of the biggest factors was I had a lot of friends who went to Loris. Um, in my graduating high school class, I believe that there were 11 students, um, 11 peers of mine that all went to Loris, and a few that were in my close group of friends. So I found myself visiting campus fairly often. Um, it was kind of my way to be on a college campus and see the college life um, when I was still living at home for those two years. So kind of the, that inside scoop of Loris of getting to eat in the calf and stay in the dorms and um, get to experience a little bit of um, activities that were going on um, on campus while I wasn't a student kind of helped me see what Loris was like from an inside perspective. And that really was a big factor in me saying, like, I want to go to this school. Okay. Um, so you basically, you, you felt like you were at home here almost immediately then. It was almost a no-brainer for you to just choose anywhere else. I did. Um, with, with visiting a few times and also um, knowing a few alumni who had come to Loris that were um, good family friends of ours or some that I had just met in the Rockford area, they um, really promoted Loris College and it was a place that it fit my um, fit the, the needs that I was looking for as um, an academic institution. It was a smaller college, it was a Catholic college, and it was only two hours from home. Mm -hmm. So um, it was far enough that I was away, but it was close enough that if I needed to come home on a Wednesday and be back for class on Thursday, I could do that as well. Sure. That's awesome. I love hearing that. And I don't think I actually knew that was the reason why you chose Loris from transfer. So that's fun for me to hear as well. And and so can you kind of talk about, I imagine as a transfer student, there are a lot of things that you have to think about as far as transitioning. Um, how was that transition for you going from Rock Valley Community College to Loris? There were a lot of things to think about, um, and one of the things that I was most concerned about is that um, coming in as a junior, I wanted to be on track. Um, I didn't want to um, spend more years than I needed to um, repeating classes that I had already taken um, at Rock Valley, and uh, one of the key factors in me um, being able to um, uh, continue on seamlessly almost was my admission counselor. Um, at the time, it was Scott Ellerbach, and he um, basically went through, um, when I came for an official campus visit, he went through my class schedule, and um, he helped me pick out classes to take in that spring semester that, um, that would transfer seamlessly to Loris. So right then and there, I felt not only was I being supported from the get-go, even before I was a student here, but I knew that um, the my goal of graduating on time was going to um, was going to be a possibility and it was going to be a reality for me and that really helped a lot. Um, there were also many other people who helped me with find housing on campus. Um, I was unsure about living in a dorm and or a residence hall and um, living with a first year student be, coming in as a junior and kind of just how that dynamic was going to play out and I ended up um, being able to live in an apartment my first year with five other girls so instead of one random roommate I had five and um, <laughs> that was um, for sure an experience and a fun one at that but um, uh, a lot of people that helped me that I reached out to um, everyone was very supportive and this is how we can keep you on track this is how we can make this um, a reality for you and um, we want you here and we want this to be a good experience for you and everyone wanted to make me feel like I was included from the mm -hmm. get-go and that I wasn't just a transfer student that wasn't here from the beginning. Oh that's good I was just going to ask if they if they had anything for you had like 
if you, they, if you had an opportunity to meet other transfer students as well as you came in, just so that you guys could go through all those transitions together and and kind of have the same support. Uh, I did when. We moved in, there was a transfer orientation, and it was different from the first year orientation in the fact that many of us had already been um, to college, whether we were at a community college, whether we had gone to a four-year institution and we were just changing where we were at. Um, it was a way for us to get a lay of the land, to ask questions to um, students who are going to be our peers, our friends, our classmates, and um, it was very much led in the regard that we were already college students. So it wasn't that, hey, you're a newbie on a college campus and this is how you navigate it. It was more so of, this is how Loris College is and this is the best way to navigate Loris College. And so that I think was really helpful because I I was very apprehensive. I didn't wanna be you know, treated as a first year student when I had already had some you know college experience of um, being in classes, having professors and having that um, you know, work ethic and accountability that I had already learned for the past two years. But I really appreciated the time that um, they took to, you know, make me feel as just another student mm -hmm. and not just as, you know, a newbie on campus. And yeah. everybody knows each other because it's small, but here's this new girl and who is she? But I felt really like I was part of the family right away. Good, good. I love to hear that. I'm sure other people like to hear that too, especially if they are a transfer student or thinking about transferring. Um, what what questions would you recommend people to ask as they're as they're starting to to make the same transition of of choosing an institution? Um, I think some of the biggest questions is. Um, whatever you would have for a, um, like your academic major or your involvement to ask those questions as, um, as the college student that you already are, that if you're, um, let's say that you're on the soccer team where you are that, and you want to continue playing, that you ask questions about the team that you're already a part of it. Or that if it's, you know, a service opportunity that you've been doing in your previous school that, hey, can I be involved in this while I'm here as well? Um, and I think just asking the questions of how can I graduate on time? Mm -hmm. Because like I said, that was such a big thing for me too, um, is I just kept asking like, what can I do? What classes can I take? Where can I be? Can I add anything? Um, what is going to make this the easiest transition possible? Um, I asked a lot of questions, and so I think the more, the better. And um, especially at Loris College, everybody is so willing to help, and they're so supportive, and we want you here. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants you to be a part of this family, and so I think that any question is going to be a valid one and a great one to ask. Right, and I think that people need to, to understand and realize that there is really no such thing as too many questions. So, Absolutely. So uh, so as a transfer student and as you're transitioning, uh, I you were involved heavily in Dance Marathon, and so was that something other organizations um, that you were involved in, like were you involved in Dance Marathon in high school and in Rock Valley, or was that an organization that you just really wanted to be involved in? So that was something that was brand new to me. Um, when I came on campus, one of the first things that I had said to some of my friends who were here was, how do I get involved? Who do I get in touch with? What can I do? And I wanted, I, I knew that I wanted to be doing something service oriented because that was something that I had just a passion for doing. Um, and so the first person that everybody um, told me to go talk to was Maggie Baker. And Maggie, um, in the Center for Experiential Learning, she helped to set me up with the um, Amer with an AmeriCorps position where I 
logged volunteer hours at um, uh, St. Mark's Youth Enrichment and at um, Lincoln Elementary School as a tutor and a mentor and working with some of the students that were there. Um, I loved doing that, and um, Maggie kind of pushed me in other directions, too. was like, hey, I think that this might be something that you would be interested in, or I think that this would be a great opportunity. And with doing um, a lot of these different service um, outside um, opportunities, the, um, I ended up meeting, um, you know, different people on campus, and um, a big... Um, you know, thread between all of them was this dance marathon, and I didn't really know anything about it. And the more that I um, talked to some of them about it, um, they were like, hey, come to a meeting, check it out. And we're actually looking for a public relations director next year. And I was like, well, I know nothing about it, so I can't really market this. I can't, you know, plan things for it. Um, and sure enough, I went to that meeting, and a couple weeks later, I was named the director because I applied for it. Um, so I guess wanting to get involved uh, really got me involved. So um, that's kind of how I started, and I um, made some really great friendships through that organization, but I also found a big passion in um, working with the families that I met, and I still keep in touch with a lot of them today, and um, just that connection and those friendships and um, that one-on-one relationships that you build in that organization is such I feel like an important thing. And I know that there's so many other organizations on campus that have that as well, but getting involved in one thing really, really made my college career. Yeah. And I hear that a lot. You know, um, Loris College offers a variety of different uh, student organizations for anyone to get involved with. And I think that's kind of what makes it so special is, is that you can be involved in something like that for four years, two years, however long uh, you're here, and you can build those relationships and, and those connections that will just last with you for a lifetime. Absolutely. I think that that's one of the most awesome things about Loris is there's so many different avenues, but they're all connected because all Duhawks support Duhawks. And so, you know, if you're in one organization, you're going to support another one. Or if you're, you know, an athlete, then you may support this service organization. Or if you're um, in choir, you may go to this um, campus ministry program. So Mm -hmm. it's so all interconnected. And I think that that's something that as students, we really see as a great part of our community. And um, as employees, I see that as well. And also our alumni see that and they keep talking about that even after they've graduated from 5, 10, 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, Brie, you also, um, you have a whole family of Duhawks. I do, yes. How special was that? So how did you, your brother uh, is a 2018 grad as well, graduated with Trent, right? Yep. Yeah, Nick and I were actually pretty close friends. And so how did you, like, did he always know he wanted to go to Loris because his big sister did? He wanted to follow in your footsteps? I'm sure that's what it was. (laughs) I wish that's what it was. Um, I will say now that that's what it was, but it was absolutely not the case. Um, so when I transferred to Loris, I was so gung-ho. I was like, oh, everything that I wear is going to be purple and gold. Uh, do what? Do hawks. And everything was about Loris. And his reaction was like, I am not going to my sister's <laughs> school. She has already made her place there. I do not want to follow her there. He wanted a big school. He wanted you know, someplace far away from home. And especially if his sister was on campus, that was not a selling point. <laughs> um, but he wanted to continue playing football, was a big part of his um, choice in colleges. And um, he ended up talking to one of the football coaches and he visited and I had nothing to do with it because I stayed clear that day while he was on campus. And um, a few weeks later, I got a call from my mom and she was like, hey, 
so your brother's going to be a do-hawk. He uh, just sent in his deposit. And I was like, oh, this happened. I can't <laughs> believe it. Um, so that was actually really special. And um, we ended up having a year together on campus. And yeah. um, I mean, going to all of his games and tailgating and having my family on campus, but also like just seeing each other on the way to class or we would get lunch together in the pub. Um, it really kind of strengthened our relationship. And um, we had a lot of fun together, too. It was nice to um, have our own little place to call home too, but we would always have, you know, our parents visiting us all the time and we'd be like, Hey, let's just go home for a weekend. Um, and with that, I got to meet all of his friends like Trent and he got to hang out with all of my friends too. And so, um, it's just one big Dewhawk family now. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I love that. And I love seeing your parents come back to tailgate and continue to support the football program. And, and then now he, uh, Nick is also tailgating with the football program. And so I think the, uh, the Pamelias will be here for for life i think so too i think that they're honorary <laughs> dewhawks now they may have more purple and gold than i have but it's close but yeah it's so cool to have you know that family atmosphere and loris became my family and then for my family to you know become dewhawks and you know have that passion too it's been so great absolutely and you married a dewhawk i did marry a dewhawk <laughs> i everywhere i go i i lived with dewhawks as my roommates <laughs> i work at loris i married a dewhawk i'm all in good so. well good well uh, uh trent do you have any other questions or? um my question was more actually on the the alumni side um you being such a younger alum, I mean, in the in the past five, ten years, is there any challenges um, trying to either A, relate or communicate with the older generations? I mean, I know that it's just there, there could be that gap. I know you have Bobby, who is an older alum, but like, is there any, have you seen any difficulties um, when trying to communicate or talk to them? I think the what makes Loris so special is that we all have that connection of being on campus. And I guess um, some things that have been, you know, different that we related to is that I never lived in Kane Hall and I meet in, um, a grad and they lived in Kane Hall or the Alumni Campus Center was not what it was today. So maybe finding those, um, you know, the namings of different buildings or the events that are going on that hey, we've got, you know, this this tailgate's happening down in the AWC. Well, it was never there when I was there and kind of making those connections, but it's also what makes it fun too. And I think hearing those stories from um, whether it's 20 years ago or it's 60 years ago of um, where our Dewhawks lived and how they spent their time on campus and what they were involved in. They may not have been involved in dance marathon like I was, but they may have been involved in service trips or different things like that so we can relate on that level. So I don't want to say that there were um, challenges or things that we couldn't relate to. We can all relate to being on campus and being a Dewhawk. It's just in the ways that things have changed mm -hmm. over time, yeah. which I think is really cool. Oh, yeah. Well, wonderful. Bree, thank you again so much for being a guest here on the Women's Leadership Alliance podcast. I absolutely love working with you. Uh, it's a great joy every single day, and I've loved watching you grow into your role, role and, and flourish. So we are grateful to have you um, on our team and also just to be part of the Loris College community. So thank you again. Well, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And up next, I don't know if you've heard or not, but we have this uh, annual day of giving that is coming up in 48 days. Never heard of it, actually. Nothing. It's called Dewhawk Day. <laughs> 
And it is coming up, as I said, in 48 days. Uh, the new goal is 1839 donors, and the date is March 11th. And Bree and I and Brian Nugent um, are diligently planning a fun-filled day for all of you to, to see on March 11th. So We are ready to celebrate, unite, and support. <laughs> Yes, so uh, stay tuned and more to come on that. And also we have uh, Beth Munn. She's a Women's Leadership Alliance board member, 1996 graduate. Uh, She will be joining us in February on the 4th. Uh, So stay tuned. There's a lot of great things ahead. Thanks again. (laughs) 